You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 56. Today, we're talking all about how to become extraordinary. So, stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and I've built a seven-figure internet business that offers the financial freedom to do what I want, when I want. And I'm the first to say that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for your success. So how do you build a thriving business from the inside out? This is the Mind Your Business podcast featuring myself and co-host Phoebe Morocek. All right. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, James Wedmore here and welcome to the show. Welcome to the Mind Your Business podcast. I am coming to you from the beautiful Dubrovnik, Croatia. I'm actually here on my honeymoon in a little apartment Airbnb that we rented. The first thing I'll do is, number one, apologize if my audio isn't as high quality as it normally is because I'm not in the studio with my fancy schmancy microphone. I've just got a little portable one with me. So if you're listening with your headphones, you can probably really tell the difference. So for that, I apologize. And another thing that you might notice, or you will at least in a moment, is that I don't have my wonderful co-host Phoebe Morocek here alongside with me. One of the issues we're dealing with is just uh, quality of internet speed here. We didn't want to deal with any connectivity issues. So you just get me. You're stuck with me for this episode. And because I'm on my honeymoon, you know, we're going to do something a little special here on this episode, primarily because I'm intentionally taking a lot of time off of work. And that's really something that's inspired me to talk about on another episode is the beauty and power of rest. It is so important, so essential, so crucial that you have to realize, you know, in the yin of yang, the balance of things, that when you're creating, that when you're on this leading edge of inventing with your mind and creating things that weren't there before, you're putting stuff out there into the world, that there has to be a balance. There has to be an opportunity, a space for you to recharge and reflect. And we'll definitely have an episode in the future talking about the benefits of rest, the essentials of rest, and how to actually do it without feeling guilty. Because that's something that prevents a lot of us from resting is this uncomfortability that is associated with it, where I take more time off, but I feel bad. I feel guilty. I feel like I should be working. And I just have to say, you know, I've been doing this long enough where I've been there, I've done that, and reflecting upon that, I treat rest as a part of working. Like when we're about to go down to a little beach club and spend the rest of the day doing nothing but lying out and reading books and ordering food and drinks, I look at that through the lens of this is part of my work. This is part of what I need to do. You know, if you were training to become an athlete, you know how important your dietary regimen is and your daily work ethic at the gym and stretching and sleeping properly. It's all part of the performance that you have when you go out there to be that athlete. Well, it's the same here. It's no different that as an entrepreneur, 
You need that time to rest. And that's where you recharge the creativity, the intuition. That's where your great ideas come from. That's where more inspiration does. And if you're like me, that's going to be the hardest thing is to stay resting. You rest for one day and all of a sudden you got an idea for a new blog post or podcast. You want to jump right back into the laptop. And my advice to you is to say, no, 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 no. Take at least four to five days to do absolutely nothing. Write down the idea. It's not going anywhere. Give it a few days and get back to enjoying rest, enjoying relaxation. So that's what I'm doing right now. And one of the things that I have been doing while resting is catching up on some reading. Three books that I have read on this trip, which we're actually gonna kind of just review and walk through one of them. The first one is The Code of the Extraordinary Mind, which is written by Vishen Lakiani. He's the founder and CEO of Mind Valley. And what I'm actually gonna do in this episode is walk you through a few of the takeaways, insights, and you know, big pieces of content that I really enjoyed in his book. I highly recommend it. We'll have it in the show notes for you. The Code of the Extraordinary Mind. Great book. And then two other books. One I just finished yesterday. It's called The Great Pain Deception by Stephen Ray Ozenich. And This book is blowing my mind right now. So we're actually going to do another episode on this book. I can't speak enough about this. This is an experience when you go through this book. So I'm going to leave that to another time because we're going to turn that into a very special episode. I really, really enjoyed this book. Again, it's called The Great Pain Deception. And you can pick that up on Amazon. And the book that I just started, which is a deep and intense read itself, is called Waking Up by Sam Harris. And ironically, I love the synchronicity of things. The last quote in The Code of the Extraordinary Mind is a quote by Sam Harris. And I just happened to grab this book, Waking Up, on my trip, on our honeymoon, and there it is, my next read. So I thought that was pretty cool to finish The Code of the Extraordinary Mind with a quote from Sam Harris, and that's the next book on my list. So I just started reading that, really liking it, but it looks like it's going to be an intense read. It's a guide to spirituality without religion. So what I want to do for the remainder of this episode, keep it nice, short, sweet, and to the point, is do you know a Cliff Notes review of Vishen Lakiani's book, The Code of the Extraordinary Mind. Now, I first got introduced to Vision and Mind Valley because I somehow in some way stumbled upon a YouTube video that has since become one of my favorite YouTube videos out there. I talk about it all the time. We've referenced it on this podcast before. It's called Happiness is the New Productivity and it's actually a speech or presentation that Vision did and I believe he actually won best speaker at that event for this presentation. We'll have that in the show notes as well. Happiness is the new productivity. A lot of what he says in that presentation is in this book and I was very excited to hear that and In this book, he really calls it bending reality, and he tells his story about how he built Mind Valley and how it really started a struggle, and he got to a breaking point where he almost had to close the doors. They were losing money and were really close to not being able to make payroll anymore, and he had a big shift that he now calls bending reality. So he says after this shift happened, a couple events transpired. First of all, most significantly is his business exploded. 
He went from being on the verge of laying people off to growing over 400% in revenue in just eight months. And they had never really seen anything like this, anything remotely like this before. So in May of 2008, they did $250,000 in sales in that month. But eight months later, that same year in December, they did their first million dollar month. That's a pretty massive growth in eight months, if you ask me. Now, the other things he said that happened after the shift is that work became extremely fun. They started attracting their dream clients, and they also attracted an amazing team. And so what Vision calls this is bending reality. So what really happened in this state that he stays in now after the shift is he talks about this bringing the powerful you know, presence of gratitude and happiness into the present moment right now to feel and experience happiness. And so the quote he says here is to stop postponing your happiness. Be happy now. Your thoughts and beliefs do create your reality, but only when your present state is joyful. Be happy now. And that's the first piece of this mind-bending, reality-bending cocktail. The second piece is to create this excited anticipation for the future. So to be able to be grateful and happy now in this present moment, like right now you can even try this while listening to this podcast, but also mix that in with an excited anticipation for the future. And he goes on in this book to share a ton of examples and exercises that you can do to accomplish both of those feelings right now. Things that we can do to become happy, which I'll share with you in a moment, and things that we can do to get really excited, things that will really get us out of bed in the morning, right? Like setting big, audacious goals that are just move us and put meaning in our life. So to recap what he's saying here is that to bend reality, it's living life with this subtle balance that he says is number one, you have a bold vision for the future that's pulling you forward. And number two, you're happy now. I really love this. I love to share this message and I really do my best to embody this and live it as much as I can. So what I want to do is talk about a few of the exercises and great tips and tricks that Vision shares in the book about how we can start to accomplish this, especially the first piece, which is being happy now. You know, I think as entrepreneurs, a lot of us already have goals. We already have big dreams and visions. That's why we're an entrepreneur. Where we get stuck is getting frustrated and impatient and burnt out because we're not there already, right? And so I really wanted to talk to that for a little bit. So obviously the first thing we can do is experience gratitude. Now, there is a difference that I've experienced between going through the motions of gratitude, like understanding it conceptually versus having an experience of feeling it. Like gratitude is exuded through every cell of your body. And this is a huge piece. So in the book, Vision shares a lot of examples. But one of the things we've said before on the podcast is that, you know, speaking vibrationally, gratitude is the vibration of receiving, you know, to be able to be grateful for what you already have 
only invites more to come your way. So that's how important this is. And so one of the things that Vision does is reference Dan Sullivan of Strategic Coach and talks about one of Dan's processes called appreciating the reverse gap. And what he talks about here is how you know, there's always a gap between where we are and where we want to be. And a lot of us tend, you know, it's human nature. It's our, you know, monkey mind brains is that we see the gap. We see that we're not there yet. And we, you know, beat up on ourselves and we get negative and we get impatient and we get frustrated. And so he says, one of the best things you can do is reverse the gap. What we mean by this is to take a moment to reflect and look back at how far you've come, to make a list in both your personal life and your work life at how far you've come. You know, and the analogy I always like to use of this is climbing a mountain. If we want to set off to climb Mount Everest, when we look up at the mountain, it can become very daunting and intimidating and very, you know, negative. You're like, man, I got a long way to go. But when you stop for a moment, turn around and look back, and look down, you're immediately filled with gratitude, accomplishment, and appreciation at how far you've come. And instead of looking at the rate at which you're going, you can look at the results that you've already created. And I think this is so, so important to do this. So the exercise is to really take time to pause and reflect. You know, just like I'm saying is a perfect theme where here I am on my honeymoon taking a month off of work. Well, a lot of that time is spent in reflection, looking at what has worked and hasn't worked this year, what have I accomplished this year, etc. So the exercise is to take a moment and look back at where you've come. What results have you accomplished in the past year, in the past six months, on your entire entrepreneurial journey? What else can you do to look back and acknowledge how far you've come, where you started, or what you've had to do to get to where you are today. So that's the reverse gap. And it's one of the most effective things you can do when you're feeling, you know, intimidated or overwhelmed about what you have to do moving forward. So moving on, speaking more about gratitude, I don't think we can express enough how essential that is to actually feel gratitude on a daily basis. And so one of the most simple things you can do is part of your morning routine or maybe your evening routine before going to bed is taking a moment, even if it's just in a meditation, to identify three to five things that you're grateful for. It's nice to start with even just the little things, right? The small things that really just, you don't have too much emotional energy attached to them, just things that make you smile, make you happy. And so again, the power is in not just understanding this conceptually or saying, oh, that sounds nice, James, or that's cool, that's a good idea, but in actually doing it, in actually adding this as, you know, what Vision says is blissipline, right, which is the discipline of creating bliss in your life and that happiness doesn't happen to you, but that you can be in control of choosing your happiness now. In fact, a great quote that he shares is, says, we shouldn't do things so we can be happy. We shouldn't be happy so we can do things. Now, 
if you're listening to this podcast in a really positive place, it's really easy to receive what I'm talking about. You know, this whole bending reality concept of blending in this gratitude in the presence and this excited anticipation for the future is like, I can get on board with that, James. That sounds awesome. That sounds amazing. But have you ever had an experience where you're trying to read a positive motivational book or a quote on Instagram and you're in a bad mood and when you read that or when you watch that, you're just kind of like, you know what, screw you. You don't know what I've been through, right? And that's where we're kind of vibrating at a little bit of a lower energy level and it happens to all of us and we can't really receive the information in its truest form when we're down at that level. And so one of the things that we want to look at is when we're down there, (laughs) as hard as this can be, is that we tend to carry a lot of stuff with us wherever we go, right? And when we do that, we can't be as open and present as we'd like to. And so one of the most powerful and effective things that we can do to shed the junk of our past so that we truly can be present and grateful and positive in the moment is through the act of forgiveness. And one of the most profound things that I believe Vishen shared in the book is this experience that he had with a program called 40 Years of Zen. So basically, 40 Years of Zen is a program that you can take that uses a technology to study brainwaves. And it studied the brainwaves of remarkable people such as billionaires, intuitives, creatives, monks, and mystics. And what they found was that when you meditate using these methods, your brain takes on the same patterns as someone who has spent 20 to 40 years in a Zen meditation. And so one of the breakthroughs they had was saying that you don't have to meditate for hours on end for the next 40 years to reach that heightened level. And he said it can actually happen radically fast if you follow a simple three-part process that I'm going to share with you right now. Now, I've done this process myself. It's absolutely magical. It's really simple, but it's also an example of something that can be really simple and extremely difficult. And what this really is, is about the power of true forgiveness. True forgiveness. And so what he shares is a three-step process on how you can begin to forgive people in your life. And what's so beautiful about this is Vision shares his story. He's hooked up to a machine that is measuring his brain waves. And you can see by the machine the actual change in his brain waves as soon as he's forgiven someone. It's pretty unbelievable. But even just on an emotional level, the amount of weight that seems to be released, the amount of more freedom and presence that you can experience when you begin to do this process is unbelievable. So the process is really simple. I'm going to share it with you here. And I'm going to challenge you to do this with two to three people in your life. So the first step is the preparation step. So this is the pre-step, is to make a list of people that you don't feel 100% complete with in your life. And here's the litmus test for that, okay? So if you wanna think of someone in your life and imagine that you were sitting down to lunch with them or sitting down having coffee with them, Is this an experience that would be super fun, light, easy? You could be yourself, they could be their self, and it would just be an amazing experience. Or 
Is this person that you're imagining sitting in front of you, is this something that you you don't even want to be sitting there? You wish you could just leave or you want to yell at them or tell them off or they're telling you off, right? And that's how you can tell when you have a complete and whole relationship with another human being or, you know, if it needs a little bit of cleaning up. And so you can start really small by thinking of the like person that cut you off in traffic a couple days ago or, you know, the telemarketer that or the, you know, your cable customer support person that you got frustrated with over the phone, you know, start with people that aren't really close in your life, not necessarily friends, family, loved ones, but maybe there was some resentment, there was an argument, there was fighting, there was something there that got you upset at them. You want to make a list of some of these people. So it's like that taxi driver or that slow walking pedestrian across the street or that waitress that messed up my order. You want to make a list of some of those. And then you want to start looking to the people that matter in your life, right? Whether it's a spouse, it's your kids, it's your neighbor, it's your friends, your family, your parents, someone, anyone, make a list of some of those people. And from that list, you want to, for each one of them, follow the next three steps, So the first step is really simple. This is what Vision says. Step one is setting the scene. This is about closing your eyes for a moment, getting centered and present, and visualizing and imagine this person standing before you. And if there was a specific moment that had you upset, maybe it was something they said or did to you. So if we use the waitress example, maybe she came to your table and plopped down a plate with the wrong order and then really just disregarded you and didn't listen to what you said when you're like, oh, this isn't what I ordered. And she walked away and rolled her eyes. Okay. And you want to recreate the scene that triggered you, that angered you, that frustrated you, even if it was just a little bit. I'm not saying you had to throw stuff across the room to be angry, but maybe you were just a little annoyed and you want to recreate that scene, that pivotal moment in your mind's eye. Now, step two, still with your eyes closed, once you've done that, is you want to step into the anger and the pain. You want to relive the anger, the frustration, and the pain that you had in that moment, okay? You want to bring up those emotions as much as you can, okay? And that brings us to step number three, which is to forgive into love, And what you want to do looking at them is you want to take a moment to actually step into their shoes and imagine what life might be like for them. Why did they forget your order? Why did they roll their eyes? You know, maybe they're having a bad day. Maybe their boss or their boyfriend or girlfriend just dumped them. You know, you don't really know, but you could start to think about why they might act that way or why they might have been rude to you or why they might have messed up your order. And standing before them, visualizing them before them, you want to intentionally forgive them. And there's a couple of ways in which you can do this. One way is to just say to them, you know, in this little visualization, I forgive you and I ask that you forgive me as well. And then imagine that they say the same thing. I forgive you and I ask that you forgive me as well. And then you can visualize or imagine you embracing them in a hug and just imagine you sending them love, light, and positivity. Now, if you're just listening to this going, okay, what is this? Rolling your eyes. Well, don't knock it until you try it. You got to start to understand that all these times that 
someone annoys us. You know, we're in an apartment and last night people came home really late above us. We could hear them walking. This morning they were up early and it woke us up again. Those things add up, right? And you start to carry that around with you. And that affects your productivity. It affects your intuition and your creativity. I mean, that is affecting you when we hold on to the anger and the resentment and the frustration and the annoyance that we have for somebody else. And if we can take a moment to just forgive and move on, because it happened in the past, the past is done, this is about now, well then it's like a detox for your soul. And I want to invite you, challenge you, and urge you to do this for at least three people that you have on your list. Start small, so it's like getting some practice. Start with someone you don't care about, like the waitress that you'll never see again, right? And then you might want to start moving towards some people that matter more in your life. And I'm going to warn you, this is the most simple exercise you can do, but it's not always easy. And me doing this now, I've been doing this for, because I've heard about this exercise in the past, I've been doing this about two months now. And I do it off and on as much as I can. And one of the insights I can share with you out of my experience is that doing it once doesn't necessarily mean it's done. It's like, you know, cutting a weed out and realizing that you didn't really get to the root of the weed and it grows back. And so it's okay to do it again and again and again, to forgive, 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 and go through this process. So really quickly to recap this, step number one is to set the scene and recreate in your mind's eye to imagine and visualize that moment of anger, annoyance, or frustration that you had. And then step number two is to actually step into the anger, feel the pain that you had in that moment so that you can step three, forgive into love. And you want to repeat these three steps with each person that's on your list. So hopefully I've given you some exercises, enough exercises that's going to help you to feel positive, happy, and present in the moment. What I want to do now is share with you three questions that Vision shares in the book that he calls the three most important questions that are going to help you create an exciting, compelling vision for your future. So the first question is based off what experiences do you want to have in this lifetime? For all of us, it's really about relationships and experiences or to have experiences with the great relationships you have in your life, isn't it? I mean, here I am on my honeymoon to have a new experience. So a more specific question you might want to ask is, if time and money were no object and I did not have to seek anyone's permission, what kind of experiences would my soul crave? I'm going to ask that again. Maybe you want to pause this podcast episode Take a moment and write that down with no wrong answer, right? If time and money were no object and I didn't have to seek anyone's permission, what kinds of experiences would my soul absolutely crave? Now, the next question is about growth. How do you want to grow? And the question that Vision asks here in the book is, in order to have the experiences that you've just written down, how do I have to grow? What sort of man or woman do I need to evolve into? And then the third question is how do you want to contribute? So if I have the experiences that I've listed above and I've grown in these remarkable ways, then how can I give back to the world? How can I contribute? 
So these are three powerful questions that I believe will give you insight into a inspiring future, a future that gets you excited to get up in the morning, that gets you motivated. And that's what this whole bending reality concept is all about. Feeling happy and grateful in the present moment and also having a big, awesome vision for your future. Now, one thing he points out that we didn't really talk much here is making sure that you don't have an attachment to these big goals or this big vision. And what we mean by not having an attachment or being detached from it is that the future doesn't define you. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't mean you're wrong, broken, or there's something wrong with you. And that's, as humans, what we tend to do. We make meaning about who we are or who we aren't when something doesn't go our way. And we want to be mindful not to do that. And that's why these three questions become so powerful because they're really talking at a much deeper level where you can create those experiences, you can become that type of person, and you can contribute in a way that you want to contribute without that much attachment. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed my little Cliff Notes version here of The Code of the Extraordinary Mind. You can pick it up on Amazon. We'll have a link to the book in the show notes. It's by Vishen Lakhiani, the founder of Mind Valley. Now, he talks about 10 unconventional laws to redefine your life and succeed on your own terms. And we really only talked about one or two. So there's a lot of other great gems in the book. So I highly recommend picking it up and giving it a read. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I, again, I apologize if the audio wasn't as good as it normally is. And I apologize for Phoebe not being here. It's just me this time. But I'm going to go ahead and get back to enjoying my honeymoon and resting and relaxing. So thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you in the next episode. Take care. Are you frustrated that no matter how hard you hustle, no matter how much you get done in a day, you still feel like you have a little results to show for it? Do you feel like you're doing everything right, but there's still something missing? Well, what if there was an easier way? What if your business could be fun, effortless, and profitable? Phoebe and I have put together a free audio MP3 for you, compiling the 77 business affirmations for creating success from the inside out. And we wanna give it to you absolutely free. This is your chance to rewire your brain for bigger results in your life and your business. To get instant access absolutely free, simply visit 77affirmations.com. That's the number 77affirmations.com.